On today's show, from WOW, Women of Wrestling, please welcome back, Jesse Jones. What about it, y'all? It's Jesse Jones. I'm happy to be here. Welcome to the Mike Grand Show. And today's special guest, please welcome back from WOW, Women of Wrestling, Jesse Jones. Hey, Jesse, how are you? Hi, I'm doing awesome. How about you? Good. Thank you so much for coming back to the Mike Grand Show. We love having you here. I, I love being here. Anybody that'll let me talk, I'm happy. <laughs> We've got a great show for you guys. And the first thing that we have to discuss is so much has happened since the last time you were here. And the biggest change is that, wow, Women of Wrestling is now part of the CBS family. You guys are now on CBS and CW affiliates every weekend, which is awesome. It's so exciting. So can you tell us what it's like being a part of the CBS family? It's amazing. It's like, it's a whirlwind. There's... There's so many people that are involved, but like that, that goes into like filming a show and, and working with them that, you know, there's, there's people for everything. I didn't know that it took that much to do a show. Yeah. It's amazing to think about how many people, when you're on a set, you know, seeing, you know, it's, it's not just the stars. There's a lot of people, cast, crew, a lot of people involved in production and you a guys. A lot that you could. <laughs> yep. And you guys have a big episode coming up this weekend. You are in the main event. You are going to be teaming up with two newcomers to WOW, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. A mother-daughter team that just joined WOW. And you're going to go up against Ice Cold, the disciplinarian with Samantha Smart in her corner, and G.I. Jane. Plus, we're also going to have the first Gen Z competitor ever in WOW, Jennifer Flores. Plus, Sahara Spars is also going to try to raise up the ranks as she faces the number one contender, Reina Del Rey. So that's all this weekend and wow, everyone. So be sure to check your local affiliate, find your local station. If you're not sure, you can contact me and Jesse. We'll help you find the station. Yeah, you can find it on www.wow.com also. You can yep. find your station. Yep. Be sure to, to visit WOW's website. Okay, and now so much, like I said, so much exciting things has happened since the last time you were here. And once again, obviously, we've got David McLean back. We've got Jeannie Buss back. But we also have a new executive producer and commentator at the commentary table, AJ Mendez. You wrestling fans may know her as AJ Lee, three-time WWE Divas champion. So I want to know what it's like working with AJ. I think it's absolutely amazing to be able to have somebody who has, uh, I mean, single-handedly, she started the women's revolution in wrestling. Um, and she's somebody that, you know, there's so much to learn from. So it's, it's, uh, it's a blessing to be able to have someone like her in the locker room. Yes. And WOW has just continued to be successful. Started in 2000 
and it's still here. And I've got some big news that maybe Jesse doesn't even know. Do you know that after the past weekend, by the past weekend or two, WOW has now surpassed GLOW, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, for the most episodic episodes ever in a woman's wrestling promotion on air. So congratulations to WOW. And by the end of this season, it will also have the most hour-long episodes as well. So that's really exciting news. Making history here. And hey, of, we're doing big things. Yep. And of course, making history as a woman who's never been pinned, I might add, in WOW, is Jesse Jones. But before we talk about this season, we do have to talk about what transpired last season. Because last time you were on the show, you had a tag team partner, Amber O'Neill, but she's not your tag team partner anymore. Can you tell us what happened? Where'd she go? Well, uh, Amber needed to get her head straight. I mean, if the if you finished out the uh, the whole season, you would have seen that I was with them little Dixie Darlings and actually won the tag team uh, titles. And Amber wanted to go play Hollywood, and I couldn't talk her out of it. So that's you know that's what happened there. And then I got stuck with the with the Dixie Darlings, and I thought that they'd be all right, but they ain't got their priorities straight because they were like, we got to go home and take care of our family and don't even tell their partner, their trainer, their mentor that they're like leaving. And then I have no idea that we're being stripped of the titles or this tag tournaments going on. Yeah. Now, did you have any reservations teaming up with the Dixie Darlings, knowing that they had stolen your boots? Well, the way I look at it is they kind of made up for stealing the boots by, you know, giving me an opportunity to get that tag title shot. Right. Yeah, that's true. They did. And and how did it, you feel when Amber went back to Lana Starr? Did you feel betrayed? Because one thing that is really important to Jesse Jones that we all know is respect. And last time on the show, I asked you, who were some of the girls you respected? And there weren't very many, but Amber O'Neill was there and she betrayed you. So how, how did you feel about that? Um, you know, I don't really necessarily think she betrayed me as she just don't know what's going on. She's blonde. She can't help it. She sees things that glitter, like, you know, what Lana Star offers. And she's like, you know, grass is greener on the other side. There ain't no skin off my teeth. You know, it's only going to hurt her. I mean, what's there? What's her win loss record been since she left me? Yep. I, I got time to keep up with it. Well, like I said, you're undefeated in singles competition. And every time, the couple times you did lose, it was, to be honest, it was because of Amber. It wasn't you. You're, you were never pinned. So Not me. Holding you back there. But now, you know, like you said, you won the tag team titles, but then it got stripped from you. So what was that conversation like with David McLean when you found out you were losing that title? Oh, it happened in the ring. He didn't tell me. I saw the tournament on TV. And showed up. I wasn't even invited. Surprise, surprise. He's going to strip me of my titles and then not even invite me to come back and compete. Like, that's ever going to stand. I mean, he ought to know better. He's lucky I didn't show up with my shotgun. And then the first thing that you did was, you know, you tried to get yourself into this tournament. So basically, the first match that you had was a handicap match, which was pretty impromptu, where... Ice Cold and Foxy Fierce were supposed to face each other, but then you wound up wrestling the two of them. So what is it like wrestling the two of them in the ring? 
Well, I was just trying to prove a point. Um, I don't think it got proven very well because they're newer and less experienced girls. So I was saying I could beat two people. I've met any two people. If you want to throw Raina Del Rey and Wrecking Ball in there, I'd take them on. But the people who happened to be in the ring at the time was Ice Cold and um, Foxy Fierce. Ice Cold's a little bit like me. She, you know, she's got a at bad attitude, displacement from, you know, stuff that she's had to go through. Um, but she's she's lacking in experience. So, but I think she'll be a good wrestler one day if she sticks with it. You know, she might be able to beat me by herself, um, you know, even numbers. Um, Foxy Fierce is a very, very athletic girl. She's um, she's strong. She needs to focus more on what's going on in the ring instead of like disco fever. Um, but still, like I said, I beat them both by myself. I think I should have been allowed to be in the tournament. What's the worst that could happen? I win. <laughs> David would love that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you teamed up with BK Rhythm. So tell us how that transpired and what it was like wrestling with her. And you guys faced Coach Campanelli and Randy Rara. And I'd also like to know your thoughts of those two as a tag team. Ugh, cheerleaders. Uh, well, you know, I've been watching BK Rhythm. Um, uh, she, I mean, she comes with a warning label just like me. So, you know, us girls with anger issues usually get things done. Um, and, you know, I liked her style in the ring. She's simple and effective, not, you know, not worried about doing anything high risk and flashy, but she's all about her bebop and Eminem and, you know, I don't even know enough rap because that ain't what I listen to but she's all about being you know being her rapper self and trying to incorporate that in the, into the ring and I don't know why you can't just rap outside of the ring and focus on that there and then when you're in the ring focus on beating people up and getting a pin like uh I think as soon as she learns to separate her music from her uh in ring discipline BK could be a very serious threat but until then you know if you're distracted showboating, you're, something's going to happen. And something did. Uh, and as far as Raw Raw goes, I mean, she she's a very, very athletic girl. She's got, you know, all the high-flying moves. Coach uh, coaches, uh, coaches coach. I don't know. I probably should have picked coach as my partner. She entertains me. Um, but, you know, we would definitely – she wouldn't take the mic away from me like that. She'd – regret it if she tried uh <laughs> but no yeah uh, at some point like you got rah-rah doing splits and handsprings and i'm like um this is not a cheerleading competition it ain't halftime at the football game like wrestling not cheerleading rah-rah shish kumba i'm gonna bop you right in your head awesome and then you also you know you, you had to figure out because it didn't work with bk rhythm you know, you didn't get the win there, unfortunately, which, again, was not your fault. So you had to find a new tag team partner. So eventually you wound up with the disciplinarian. So what made you choose the disciplinarian? And, you know, because you know that Samantha Smart is in her corner as well. Why did you think you two were going to be a good tag team together? And what, and what do you think worked and what didn't work about your partnership with them? Well, disciplinarian's been around for a while. Um, she's trained old school like me. And uh, if, if 
I'm sure you've heard it mentioned a time or two that, you know, she has anger issues. She needs to be in anger management. What better way to, you know, get your anger issues out than when you actually can legally beat somebody up, right? So I thought, you know, hey, I come in here, help her direct her anger onto her opponent and use her anger in a healthy way. And, you know, we should have been great together, both old school, both, you know, we're larger girls in the in the ring. Um, we should have been able to do some things. But uh, I mean, and with our first match, you saw that obviously we did. But then you have Samantha stuck up. I ain't going to call her smart because she ain't smart. If she was smart, she would have known that tagging with me was a smart thing to do. But you have uh, Samantha stuck up, not so smart. Uh, probably putting something in her head. And I don't know why disciplinarians letting her manipulate her like that. I don't really care. Uh, it's whatever. <laughs> it ain't no skin off my teeth. That's like, you know, I say that a lot, not my circuits, not my monkeys. And, um, it ain't going to affect me now. Like now all they've done is piss me off. Now they have a problem. Yes, because in the beginning, you guys did win your first match. You guys went up against Princess Aussie and Tiki Chamorro. And can you tell me what it was like um, facing those two? Because, I mean, Princess Aussie was a veteran. She was here for a while. But Tiki's brand new. So how do you think they worked as a tag team? Um, You know, I think Aussie is doing, uh, by what I can tell, pretty good at uh, ring generaling Tiki. My um, <clears throat> All I wanted to do in the whole match was try to get the upper hand as soon as Aussie's out of the ring because – you know, that's just smart. You want the less experienced person in the ring and you want to cut them off from their corner and prevent them from tagging, you know, from getting help. So that, uh, and that was my game plan going into the match and like, but dealing with them, it's like ding, 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 ding. I mean, you see them running around there like rabbits. They're ping pong and can't hardly keep up with them. Yep. And then you finally got your match for the tag team tournament. You teamed with Disciplinarian. But unfortunately, again, another defeat to Randy Rara and Coach Campanelli. So who do you blame for that loss? And what made you then want to challenge the Disciplinarian before, you know, wanting Samantha Smart in the ring first? Because maybe I won I might have went after Samantha Smart first and challenged her to a match. Yeah, that chicken, mm, she won't get in the ring. She's yellow. Um, who got pinned in that match? Disciplinarian? That's who I blame. Who refused to tag me into the ring? Disciplinarian? That's her fault. Clearly. I can't help you if you won't tag me. You're getting your butt kicked. I go in, I break up the pin, stop you from getting pinned, drag you to the corner. You don't even have to do any work but touch my hand. But obviously, you know, Samantha not so smart's done, gotten in her ear and told her not to tag me. I don't know what that game plan was, how to lose. Um, it's one of their faults, both of their faults. Not my fault. Yep. And then the disciplinarian went on to battle Sahara Spars. But what happened after the match wasn't very pretty because then Ice Cold came in and she started attacking Sahara Spars. But then something nobody expected to happen happened is that you went into the ring and you defended Sahara Spars. So can you tell me what, what propelled you 
to do that? What, why did you feel that was important to go in there and stop that from happening? Because I'm a patriot. You know, I might be a redneck. I might have a bad attitude. I might come up with nicknames that don't nobody like, but I'm a patriot of this great country. And you're going to tell me that all these girls, because it wasn't, I don't just blame disciplinarian, smart or ice cold. There was a whole locker room full of girls watching somebody who represented our country, who put on a uniform, who sacrificed their time, put their life on the line, you know, and did everything for our freedom. So we could wrestle in a ring. And so we could pursue our dreams. And so we could work for women of wrestling and ain't no way that I will ever stand and watch anybody jump outnumber and I mean just Pearl Harbor blast her from behind when she ain't looking what kind of cowardly crap is that that they call discipline you beat us you're better than us we're gonna punish you in the name of discipline no absolutely not she knows discipline commander spars she obviously had to have a lot of discipline to make it in our military yep now what would you say to somebody like let's say the disciplinarian Samantha Smart whomever who says that you were on our side and now you're kind of switching sides. You you were, you know, you, you were one of us in the locker room, but now you're you're teaming with Sahara Spars and Americana. So they think maybe you're you're getting a little soft or something. What would you say to somebody if they said that to you or who or anybody out there who thinks like that? I would tell them that they can bite me. I ain't being soft. I still don't care what nobody thinks. I ain't friends with nobody. But like I said, I ain't going to watch nobody jump anybody in our military. I don't know what Americana, you know, Americana just ran out there, you know, I don't know. Maybe she wants a friend, but it ain't like I'm over here playing, you know, I don't know, coconuts with Tiki or the Samoas. I ain't hanging out with Lana and them. I'm not friends with Foxy or Chantilly or not, like what am I changed? I just stood up for what I believe is right. Cause I'm going to stand up for what I think is right. Even if I'm the only one standing, I really don't care who proves. Yep. And somebody I've gone soft. They won't get a soft beat down. Anybody who's across the ring from me, I don't care. Yep. And somebody who I thought would have at least come and helped you and helped Sahara was G.I. Jane, but she didn't do that. What, what I, happened there? I have no idea what happened there. I'm, ooh, I wanted to snatch that camouflage off of her and beat her brakes in with it. I swear. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm still waiting to figure out exactly why she decided that she wanted to turn her back on God and country and join up with the disciplinarian and Samantha not so smart. I don't know what her deal is, but uh, I'm about ready to fix her attitude. Yep. And during that interaction, too, when she went into the ring, G.I. Jane, the mother-daughter tag team was out there in the audience who Lana Starr had picked up. And Big Rig Betty and Holly Swag, who are new to WOW, they're actually friends of yours. So can you tell us a little bit about how you know them? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've known Big Rig Betty and Holly Swag forever. I mean, they they come from the independent level of, of wrestling. And everybody knows that, you know, their favorite independent shows. And they're all over the country. And I just happen to see them a lot down in Tennessee, you know, so, I mean, they're good friends of mine. I wouldn't, last place I'd expect to see them was L.A., but, you know, I, in the end, I was glad they's there. Yep, and now this weekend, you're going to be in the main event because you're actually going to team with those two, and you're going to face Ice Cold, 
GI Jane and the disciplinarian with Samantha Smart. So can you tell us what is your strategy going into this match? Divide and conquer. Look, Holly Swag ain't been at it for too long, but she is very like she's fast and the kid is fearless. So she's <laughs> she's scrappy too like i don't know like how much y'all got to see of her or something but she ain't scared of nothing i don't know if that's good or bad uh and um big rig betty she's messed with the best of them you know there ain't much let me think how to word this properly you know there ain't too many women tougher than a mother trucker all right i'm gonna leave that right there and i'm i feel very confident with them at ringside with me and i don't think that ice cold or um, G.I. Jane have any idea what they've gotten themselves into. And I have a good feeling that they're going to be regretting it soon. Um, I see G.I. Jane going AWOL from this uh, disciplinarian. Yep. And, you know, you, you pride yourself on being an old school wrestler and you have some great moves in the ring. And one move in particular is your signature arm bar. And you really like to work your opponent over on their arm. So can you tell us what made you, you know, figure out that that was your signature move? That's going to be your staple move. And did you practice it, you know, out and, and stuff like that? How did you figure out that was your best move when you were, you know, growing up wrestling and getting into the wrestling business? All right. Well, here's the thing. I decided to go with that arm bar because David and Selena were crying because I broke her niece's arm or whatever because she wanted her to tag with me. And I was like, you know what? I will break everybody's arm that comes in this ring with me. Old school tactic. pick, Find a body part and pick it apart. Beat it down until it is rendered useless. So what can you, I mean, other than a leg, you know, I'd rather stick with the arm because it's easier for me to grab onto and I can get it in a whole lot of different ways. And I chose that arm bar because everybody has, you know, different arm bars, arm submissions, something that they want to put on. However, in wrestling, we're all trained all those arm bars and we are all trained how to escape or fight it being put on. My arm bar didn't come from wrestling. My arm bar came from a hand to hand combat instructor for the Marine Corps. So when I get it on, you don't get it off. And that's why I went with that. It's definitely a, a dangerous move in that ring if you step in there with Jesse and her arm bar. And now also, you know, this season is far from over. There's so many great matches ahead. And there's so many new girls this season, too, that have joined mm -hmm. WOW. I want to know, of this, of this new crop of girls that you have in there, who do you see as your biggest competition or your biggest threat going forward? Of the new girls? I don't consider the new girls a threat. My biggest threat in the ring would probably be Raina or the Beast. I think that's it. Those are the only people that I would put extra care into planning, uh, planning my attack. Now, there is this new faction of the Fabulous Four that Lana Starr has created. What are your thoughts on this faction? Do you think this could be a threat to you going forward? Well, right now they ain't on my radar, but if they ever put themselves there, I reckon I'll just break one of their nails and distract them for the pen. Oh, my nails, they're out of place, they'll freak. Oh, you should see them down doing their makeup and talking to each other. It sounds like a bunch of chickens. 
Is there anyone in WoW now that you have met that maybe last time didn't have your respect that now has your respect? Hmm. Last time that didn't, that does now. No. It, it's hard to earn your respect. I'll tell it's you that. It's very, very hard. And it takes a long time. But you know who does respect you? I respect you. And I, I know Jesse respects the Mike Rand show. We love having her here. I and, love the Mike Rand show. Yes. And right now, you know what time it is, Jesse? What time is it? It's time to play the lightning round. I'm going to ask you a couple questions and you tell me which one you prefer. All right. Would you rather call somebody or text somebody? Call. Do you prefer or did you like rather the American Gladiators or roller games better? American Gladiators. Would you rather shoot pool or play darts? Pool all day. Would you rather eat a Sloppy Joe sandwich or a regular hamburger? Hmm. Probably a hamburger. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Who cares? <laughs> Candy Crush or Words with Friends? Neither. <laughs> Which would you rather travel by? Plane, train, or automobile? automobile toilet paper does it go over or under all right this is i don't know why people keep arguing about this think of toilet paper like this beards are hot mullets are not put it on there easy macaroni and cheese or is it cheese and macaroni who says cheese and macaroni it's macaroni and cheese exactly i agree with you Lions, tigers, or bears? Tigers. Who's the tougher judge? Judge Judy or Simon Cowell? Judge Judy. And would you rather watch TV or a movie? Mm, probably TV. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you, Mike. What would you like to say to all the fans who are watching here today? I'm just going to say absolutely make sure that you are tuning into WOW. If um, if it's not on your local affiliate yet, there are other ways to watch um, www.wowwowe.com as well as you can find it on YouTube the week following the, the premieres. And you do not want to miss out because we are taking over the world of wrestling. So y'all better tune in. And how can anybody contact you, the fans, if they want to reach out to you on social media? Um, you can find me on Twitter at WowJessieJones. Same thing for uh, Instagram. Am I hard to find? Find a hashtag that says Jesse Jones and find me. <laughs> or don't. Don't come to my house, though. I got guns and pit bulls. <laughs> All right. Thank you again so much for joining us here today, Jesse. Thanks for having me, Mike. And thank you guys for watching. We'll talk to you all soon. Bye, everybody.